0: Hello and welcome to the overly animated podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Genlock, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Andy Potter, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. hello, and Haley Neighbors, hello. Uh, so we're gonna be getting into the fifth ep- fourth episode, sorry, fourth episode of Genlock today. Uh, spoilers for everything before this and including this episode. So watch out for that. Make sure you catch up on Genlock for watchings because stuff actually happens this episode. You don't want to get spoiled. So, but before that, you can find everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com, and you can subscribe to us on iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes, or on our YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated. So, guys, this was a big episode. I think this is like kind of like the loudest and biggest episode of Genlock yet, which is saying a lot because there's been a lot happening. Uh, so Beatrice, how did you, how did you like this episode? How'd you like it?
1: Oh, I loved it. I, it had a little bit of everything that was strong in the previous episodes, but were kind of segmented to those episodes. So it had strong character moments. It's had strong, um, uh, I mean, not strong, but like it was a lot of information and lo- much more understanding of the world. And we also got like a, a, fight sing- a, a fight scene at the end. So it was, it was a very effective use of their time. Um, and not to say that previous episodes weren't effective. It's just, they were effective in different ways. This one kind of just was very, well constructed, just it, it all really just every piece that we knew was strong from the previous episodes just kind of came together in this way in a more fluid way. And I can see this being the kind of if we're going to go with like a uh, kind of monster of the week type of format, this could be like the format that they go in, in terms of yeah. the structure of the episode. Like this is if this is what they want, it works. So I wouldn't mind if this is kind of the structure that we see in episodes going forward.
0: Yeah, I agree. This really feels like it combines a lot of the elements we've been seeing in other episodes, and really, maybe not fine tunes it, but kind of streamlines us, str- streamlines yeah. it so we can see it all in one episode at once, which I think makes it work a lot better. Uh, Haley, how would you like these episodes? This episode?
2: I'm really impressed by this episode, and actually the whole show now. Like, I feel like it's really strong in a lot of areas that shows tend to struggle with. Like, first of all, the characters are really strong, which I was honestly not expecting from the show i was definitely expecting it to be like like mech battle and kind of thing and normally i feel like the characters in shows like that get kind of pushed aside in the advance of like oh we need the fight to be cooler but the characters are actually really strong they're getting really fleshed out they're actually speaking to each other and sharing their emotions and thoughts which is great as a viewer because you can figure out what's going on in people's heads um and yeah, and they're not just being all quiet and mopey like they're actually talking to each other, which is really yeah. great and refreshing. Um, particularly the Jason uh, Miranda chat was really good. Um, yeah, so the characters are great. The fight was really entertaining, actually, and very, very well done. And I overall, I was really struck by how strong the pacing was in this episode
1: because
2: yeah. Yeah. it's a it was like 24 minutes, right? So it's yeah. It's a longer format for what we've seen from Rooster Teeth, at least with Ruby, which are, like, shorter episodes. Um, And I feel like I didn't get bored the whole time. It sustained. It was really well-paced, good comedic timing, but also drama at the same time. So, yeah, no, really, I'm, like, surprised. I'm really impressed by this show so far. It's really good.
0: Yeah, the more this goes on, the more impressed I get. So we have... we have three positives from this episode because I also think this episode is really, really good. I think this might be the best episode of the season so far because it's aye just, aye. it's very well-paced. I think that's the highlight here because I think we got to the Dallas thing and I thought the episode was going to end at them going into their holons and the fight would be next week. But we got the fight this week. We got training this week. We got a lot of an exposition dump and we also got character building in the ether all in one episode, which is, it's not too much. It's just, it's usually with RT. We usually cut off at weird places, and I'm used to them, like, cutting off before the fight starts. But this one just, like, they can they paced it so well that we still had time to have this fight, and the fight was really fun. I I don't know if, like, all this stuff is amazing, but I had fun the entire episode, which I think is what they're going for most here with Genlock, and they're succeeding very well. Uh, I think there mm-hmm. were a couple of down points. I don't really like—I'm still not very high on the Miranda stuff, because Miranda's still just defined by Chase. But there were some really cool highlights, like— um. Which I really want to get into, like a uh, Valentina slash Val stuff with gender fluid, gender fluidity. Uh, and uh, I think we can just start there. I think the Ether stuff is probably the most fun to talk about. So do you guys yeah. want to talk start there? Uh, so they do this thing. We we talk about. Um, we kind of got a hint at it in episode one when uh, Chase's sister goes into the thing for the Pop Idol thing, but this is the actual VR stuff that we saw, where, like, the whole world, like, it's kind of like Ready Player One. They have this, like, VR world where they can go in and do stuff, and Cammy convinces everyone to go in with her, and she has a cute little bunny avatar. And uh, and then there's this really interesting moment, and I, and I think it's done surprisingly well, where we talk about Valentina being... Non-binary, being gender fluid, and talking about how her avatar is male, and but she, but that's just right now she that right now they are male, and that's uh, I think that was a really interesting scene. Did Haley, did you like this scene? Did you think this went off well?
2: Yeah, I did. I think there was, I found it a little clunky at parts. It, yeah. It, didn't, it was kind of like, it it didn't feel like a necessarily an entirely natural conversation, but. Uh, like between two humans, but I think it was, you know, um, they, they were because they're writing it and they're aiming for something. And, and I think what they're aiming for is really good Um, to bring this topic up and to just be very frank about it was kind of nice as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was really happy about it because I saw things about how uh, Valentina slash Val's, um, or I guess we're calling her Val. Is it Val? I think I Val know.
0: is easier. Val-, Val.
2: But, I, is but easier. I think they
0: use Valentina when they when they're feeling female and Val when they're feeling male. Yeah. I think that's kind of oh. the vibe I got. But I think Val I think we can use them interchangeably for now because I'll it's going to be too Valor. hard.
2: Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I forget now. <laughs> <That> Val was. <laughs> Uh, frank with them which was nice
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I get, and I, that they were accepting too Yeah, and I get too. that it's clunky but I think the thing is that this is a hard concept to get across without some ah, clunky ooh, dialogue yeah. because I think Definitely. after they introduce what gender fluid is I think the dialogue gets much better but yes, I think the actual exactly. process of explaining the that she is gender that they are gender fluid I apologize for the misgendering um, that they are gender fluid is probably the clunkiest part Beatrice uh, did you like this scene?
1: yeah and I kind of here's the thing like I can understand why like it, it may seem clunky but even in like with normal actual humans talking to each other the conversations always going to be clunky yeah you know what I mean like uh-huh. there's no way to make this not clunky it oh like you because it, it's it, like these are one of these conversations where even in reality you kind of have to be as explicit with it as possible you have to sound as academic as possible that it's imp- that you can't. There is no smooth. We ourselves don't have a smooth way to talk about this yet. Like our language has not. We haven't found that yet. It's yeah. always going to become mm-hmm. punky. Very so I. So for me, I didn't find that as a problem. If anything, I was so impressed by how they were able. To, it, the way that the conversation came up was what really impressed me. In just in yeah. terms of the context in which they had it, it wasn't just like. It, it being clunky was it just being randomly thrown in like i don't know like in the, i don't know it could have just it could have been so many ways that they could have done this in an awkward way and, and instead they just did no like when they show up her uh their avatar was male and then Kazu was like what's what do you mean wait so your avatar is male but then wait so then there's like that there was just this like really nice kind of Introdu, like introduction to the conversation conversation happens in a really great way, way and uh val was just so um what's that word like just was so playful with kazu which was like really great like shows their personality just being like they were so used to having to like it just seemed like they were like yeah like i'm i'm so used to dealing with people like you that are like maybe a little slightly ignorant but like i'm Also, like past the point where I'm insecure about it, so I can be like funny about it, and it's just yeah, that was a great character trait. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. So it's just this like really great thing, and I love also how Cammy was like, wait, you don't know, you know what? I, it's not my place to explain
2: stuff. I, I liked that. I think that was that was really good. I think you know, nice that Cammy yeah,
1: like that was that was like a really great thing, and I, I, I was just I loved how they handled it, and again, like this is. There's a, there's another show, it's called One Day at a Time on Netflix, and they have these moments as well, and where it can seem ham-fisted, just because you are dealing with these, like, things that are just so, I guess, because given our state in society, are just so, if you say it wrong, it's going to, like, people are going to really, cha- like, jump on you for saying it wrong, and just, like, it, it's, it seems ham-fisted, but it's not, yeah. because it's it that's just how it is, even in real life. So.
0: I think the big headliner is whether whatever we're saying here is this was good. Whether it was clunky or not, mm-hmm. whether you think it was clunky or not, I, this was definitely good and progressive, and Val is great, and I really think this is a great moment for the character. I think the thing that jumped out to me was that the end of the conversation, when uh, Ka- Kazu asked about their birth gender, it seems to imply that Valentina may have that, that transitioning in this point in history, in the real world, is much easier, and that like, did you guys get that feel? Like, that's what they were saying? Like, that... They yeah, had... well,
2: Val said something about, like, I... Like, it sounded like they've changed a couple times. Yeah. So maybe yeah. They, I Yeah, I don't it, know. It well, might not be as inclined, big a deal but...
0: transitioning in the well, real yeah. world anymore. yeah, and not
1: just that, but also, like, g- being gender-fluid doesn't necessarily mean that physically you transition yeah. from no, one yeah. to the mm-hmm. other, so it's also, That's kind of like... how I was hearing it. Yeah. Right, so you don't necessarily... So whatever, it, so maybe they did transition at one point, maybe they didn't. Yeah. Whatever it is, like, I feel like with Val, it's much more of an identity type oh, of thing yeah. as of the, at the moment. We don't know yet. Or do we need to know is it another no. question. Like, no. Like You know what I mean? So it's also like, I don't know, it just adds to their to their, Uh, I guess to the state. I don't know, I guess they haven't decided yet. And yeah.
2: I, yeah. It's neat too, because it informs why earlier in the show, it was so insistent of like, my name is Valentina, yes. not Val. Which seemed like I think originally how you'd read that, how I read it at least, was that she was being like, like formal and trying mm. to be more distant, like not have nicknames and stuff. But it actually is more of a weighted thing.
0: Yeah. Which we learned about here, which and is great. I, I will find it interesting if we ever switch at some point in the show and they don't. Yeah, talk about I wonder
2: it. how like, they'll do that.
0: Like it I'll might have... it might just happen in the side thing. Like someone might just call Valentina Val instead uh, in the real world, and it might just happen. And like it might just off screen they had a conversation. Like that could just be all that is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. also I really love these little moments they had with them which was one you had this like flirtation with with Yaz yes. but then you can also kind I'm still with the Kazu Val shit I'm <laughs> yeah. still with it you can also send some sort like he was the one that was like very invested so I feel like he's having some sort of panic right now which was like okay like Kazu you're gonna deal with some stuff throughout this because this ship is gonna happen and you're gonna work <laughs> out is, your case it's gonna be great um, but also when Val, like, lo- says that they want to go to a club, right? and they look and they see these two people that oh, one yeah. was a dude, one was a girl, one was a boy, and then you, so you don't quite know what no. their identity is either in terms of orient, sexual orientation, which no. is, like, really great. It's like, maybe it's both, maybe it's the only one, doesn't matter. It's like, it still is in this stage living where, their like, their best life. Yeah, yeah, they're just living their best life. They're in super, a fly
2: tux, like, like, that space tux Oh yeah, so yeah. Cool. Oh, Honestly, yeah.
1: Like, it's just, like, they're not allowing any labels to be placed on them in yeah. any sense, even in the small moments you have with like there's no labels placed on them and that gives this character this like liberty like i don't even know who to ship them with it's so great like it's like they just there's so much potential you guys and it's yeah. wonderful
0: I, I i just really like this it's really well done and i would love to talk about this forever but there's more of an episode here unfortunately guys like i just want to say that i think we all like this we all are looking forward to more Val, but let's keep moving with the episode because right after this uh, i think we get the probably the highlight mo-
2: the oh hi- man <laughs> We I honestly the
0: social progressiveness
2: amazing wonderful but this moment but yeah. oh,
0: this <laughs> moment though <laughs> So Cammie starts recommending games for the play, and she brings up a game, a fantasy game from H- Hunting Monsters, and all yes. the cast gets dressed up in, uh, essentially ruby outfits. Well, essentially, they no, do get dressed just, up-, I
2: mean, dress up in They literally have, in tail, outfit. son's tail.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we get, we get Madrani, we get Yaz in Blake's outfit, we get Val in Ren's outfit, we get, uh... Kazu in Sun's outfit, we get Chase in, uh, John's outfit, and Cammy gets Ruby's outfit. So
2: great. and, And
0: the logo for the game is actually the logo for Ruby. Or, or it's, it's like the Rose from Ruby.
2: So, does this add a layer of new, like, meta-Ruby theories, guys?
1: Okay,
0: no, <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Beatrice, what are you going to say? It's
1: no, 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 no. In okay. a game. I, I just, we've, I, I feel like this has been mentioned before, but, like, this really just sells it. Like, Yaz is Blake. Like, oh my her storyline, like, it's so, is Blake. Like, it's, which means so now I need, her, she needs my favorite character now. But what I'm saying is, like, look, she used to work for like this sort of like uh, 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 terrorist organization. So did Blake. It wasn't their organization and It's not her union anymore. Same with the white thing. They used to be good. Used to be something worth supporting, but now is not anymore. Like she's the quiet one. She's the mysterious one. And all I'm saying is, if Miranda were there, she would have been in the Yang outfit. That's all oh I'm God. saying.
0: <laughs> oh, also speaking of Yaz, this is going back a little bit. She, uh, she also wore a. A hijab also in the yes. in the VR. And mm-hmm. the was there was an interesting discussion, interesting discussion there about how you represent your faith or whatever it is. It's it's your decision. I think that was a nice conversation as well. Yeah, um, going back too. a little bit, it, 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 and it led nicely into Val's discussion later. But um yeah. yeah, this this Ruby moment was a totally fan service. But this is the type of fan service that's great, like just a couple of seconds on screen, doesn't actually so affect the plot. Like it's it's fine. This is fun, and it. Adds a little light hardness to the episode before we lead into what is kind of dark right after this with the fighting. Uh, Real it, dark. Yeah. Was there anything else you guys wanted <laughs> very, to say about very,
1: this? Very, very, dark.
0: Was there anything else you guys wanted to say about this ruby, like, splash screen? Oh, uh, it's
2: just so great. Okay. I want to see
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not, but... No. But it
2: could, like... What if next season of Ruby we get a Genlock, like, Easter egg moment? I, oh, that
1: would be could. cool. And it would make sense, because well, it's Atlas, so it's more like, you know, X ex- savvys place. Haley, Haley, we already
0: got one, though. We got the... We did. Big chungus. <laughs> Big chungus. <laughs> <laughs> the little chunk guy did work this episode, Haley.
2: I know, I know.
0: But they didn't yeah, that, that, they did that was there. probably our Genlock Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, it was. It totally was. But uh, I don't think anything else really happened in the ether. We saw a lot of people milling around. Uh, but I don't think really any anything else happened, so I think we can just move on to... Um, let's just go straight to the fight, because so I think that's the next biggest thing that, that happened this episode. Yeah. It was okay. really exciting. We went straight from this uh, VR thing to an alarm going off, and everyone gets sucked out. It seemed like it was a base thing, like, the base took them out of there because there was an alarm going off, which makes sense. Like, they want all their people, like, awake and ready mm-hmm. to fight. Uh, and they went straight to Dallas, because apparently the Union is attacking VR for some reason um did did you guys they, get wait? This they, were point? Like they were attacking VR they were attacking ether. they were attacking the ether thing
1: okay but like think about like okay if this fresh. is a if this is like a ready player one type of scenario then the ether means more than just like oh it's like they're attacking virtual reality like games and whatever right? they're basically attacking like E-commerce and yeah. everything in there. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bigger deal than just like, I, oh, they're attacking video games. It's like, no, it's like there's more
0: to it. Well, I I, I agree with you, Beatrice. It's just I think they could have done better to show us that there's more. Oh,
1: to
2: totally. It. They could have yeah, I enough. did not catch that. At yeah, no. All. It,
0: it, <laughs> uh, I think the Doctor mentioned it on the plane oh, ride. Oh, because
2: I thought they were. I was like, when they got there and there wasn't many people to fight, I thought that was like, eh, I don't know. I was very confused. I was expecting more. Like, people running around and drama and everything yeah. in the town. Yeah. But it makes sense if it, it was all a... online. Then.
0: Well, well, no, 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 no. It wasn't online. They were in the real world. It's just they were attacking yeah. a database for it. Yes. And and the thing yeah. was, and and also the fact that there's not a lot of people online is the fact that we saw the, the clock on um the wall. It's implied that this is 1 a.m. And so most mm. people are asleep. But still, there should be more people because it's Dallas. It's yeah. not like a small town. People are there's awake. there's a giant I mean, attack on the level of terror. So
1: maybe it, it became like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Dallas no. could have changed. Look, if Florida's gone, Dallas can change a little bit.
0: Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. But um, uh, just so we're clear, Haley. So what happens is they get on the plane. Doctor Weber explains that they're going that the Union are going like a hundred miles outside of the front that they're usually fighting on. They, yes. They went straight into the territory and they're attacking a database for the Ether and they're not clear why this is out. This is not a normal thing for the Union to do. And then they all gen. They all gen lock. <laughs> <laughs> and they become their robots. Uh,
2: okay. See, I got all that. I missed that. I thought they were just attacking this place, okay, but that okay. adds an interesting layer of complexity. If they're attacking like the ether,
0: it's it's definitely <laughs> interesting guerrilla warfare. Mm-hmm. Like it, it definitely means that. Um, I, I think what this shows is that the show is willing to give us things that we're not expecting. So I think we were expecting just to be fighting on this front all season, but this gives a little <laughs> more. Um. I think urgency to what could happen. Like, cause they could attack anywhere. If they can attack a hundred miles from the front, like, they can attack anywhere. That's just what that means. And so, yeah. yeah. But I think the fight that follows here is fun with the drones and stuff. Like, we get to see our, uh, newbies, uh, fight a little bit. Uh, how'd you guys like this fight, Beatrice? How'd how'd you like this little fight before we get to the big one?
1: I think, I really liked how not only do we kind of get like what's going to probably become everyone's role in the team. Like, you know, you have Val as the sniper, um, but you have Chase as obviously like the leader of that, of the five, but that's a given anyway. But I do like how the, 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 the faults that Miranda explained earlier in the episode of each member, like, was like at its extreme so we very visually saw the issues yes of the team and how very much they need like had she not laid it out for us in the beginning maybe it wouldn't have been so obvious in the fight but it it just it showed that there was just so much growth th- there yeah. for them there was still so much for them to get better and room for them to become a better team and i just love how Kazu just like takes Anything close to him and just throws it or uses yeah. it as a bat. Like it's just that type of uh caricature of his fighting style is just great and I love it. And they were just like, dude, we need to talk about collateral damage. And he's just like, I'm doing whatever the hell I want.
0: Yeah. I, I think I definitely think Kazu was the most fun to watch, just like rip up an entire city to fight stuff. But he's I also just
1: grab cars as yeah. weapons. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> fine. I am just grab those.
0: I, I think you brought something interesting, Beatrice, because I think that that dialogue where they just plainly lay out the weaknesses is kind of just hammy and kind of forced when it happens, but I think it serves very—it serves the episode very well, because it makes it very clear in the fight scene that they're doing those things. So I think this is, an, it, this is a case where the actual dialogue isn't great, but in the scope of the episode, it works well. Mm-hmm. It, it, it the understand. I, I thought it was a little forced. Beatrice, but I guess that's just my that, that's just how I saw it, but I can yeah. yeah. Did, did, like, did I, hey, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say like I don't know because like it was it was in a conver- like with It was basically her and Chase being like, they're not that bad. And then her being like, um, excuse me, this, 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 and this. Like it, 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 I don't know. For me, it flowed well
0: with the. It wasn't glaring. It just felt like it was serving like, hey, this is what our, this is what our team isn't good at. And I don't think they were as in our face about it in the fight. So that made sense why they had to be in our face earlier before the fight. Right.
1: Maybe also it's because that happens right after a huge, enormous info dump. So yeah. I was like, Oh, this, any type of the, conversation is easier yeah, than this. Yeah. enormous info dump. <laughs> So everything's we'll, exposition. We'll get
0: to the info dump. Cause there's a lot of foreshadowing at in the info dump that I want to get into. But, uh, before that, uh, Haley, did you like this little drone fight with all like the little spider mechs?
2: Yeah, I think it was neat. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, and it showed us how their training has made them kind of improve a little bit, but yeah. still having their faults. So.
0: Yeah, they're not perfect, but they're getting there. But yes. uh, this leads right into probably the biggest fight of the show so far, which has been, which was, I think, very well animated. It really shows that the Ruby team fight, the fight coordinators, went straight from Ruby to this show, and they're having fun with this new thing. And we get this four armed evil mech, and it rips. Cammy's head straight off her body, and she just starts screaming like Maria it was so life. dark. Oh
1: man, it, my Cammy! Oh that no. hurt.
0: Mace, Macy Williams did a really good scream oh, there. Oh man, I
2: know. I was like flashing back to Game of Thrones. Like yeah. she's so good at that. Yeah. It was Oh man. Yeah. No, I was not expecting. I was not expecting the show to be that dark. It was Cause pretty dark. Because I was like, do they feel pain? Uh, it's a, it's attached to their nervous system, right? So, like... I think they do.
1: She was screaming. screaming. Like, like, that wasn't really...
2: just, like, oh, no, I'm being... attacked. Like, that was my body's being ripped apart.
0: <laughs> you know? And I think also the implication is that she lost all of her, like, senses and stuff when the head ripped off. Like, she didn't have eyes at the yeah. very least.
2: Exactly. Yeah, which is so dark. But it also plays into what the doctor was saying at the beginning, where he's like, we can fix your body, but, like, don't get your brain hurt. So yeah. I assume... I assume her brain is in the
0: brain of the machine. Did no, I think her? it was in the chest. Cause when she was ripped, when the mon- when that's oh, monster, when
2: that true, right. Right. Yeah, that was like, like yellow glowy thing, thing. Yeah. But it also plays into how she's
0: going to like rework
2: her Mac and everything, which is later yes. on. But yeah. like it was, yeah, I think it was really effective and it also made it so that this monster thing, the, the villain that they're fighting against, which I think was intimidating, but if they went some other way, it could be kind of campy. Um, you know, because it's like the big bad, right? Yeah. But it actually is intimidating. Oh and
0: yeah. They really, they like... really pulled out the stops for like the nuklevi stops, right? Right, Haley. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> it could be Extendo arms. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be the apathy. <laughs> One or like,
0: the other. But I mean, I'm, I'm joking. But like, it does look a lot like the nuklevi, but does. it is actually scary. They like scary. that theme. <laughs> but but it's actually <laughs> scary now because it's not like Extendo. Exactly. Arms, like
2: yeah. And it, it's it's intimidating and it yeah. brings up a lot of questions about like what is this thing and da 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 da. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, no, I think it was really effective. Speaking and
0: that's of what... Yeah, sorry.
1: No. <laughs> no, yeah, but speaking of what it looks like, it looks like the angels from Evangelion, doesn't
0: it? It, it A does. Bit. A little bit. A little
1: bit. And um, I don't know. I just also wanted to mention how... I, speaking of Big Bad, we still... I, do, I don't know what the Union is.
0: Yeah. And
1: okay. I, this thing or, seems or bad.
0: The, or what the so... polity is. Like, I, they're not... They're, they're keeping us really hyper-focused on characters. I uh, On this base, I agree, Beatrice.
1: Which is fine. I, I just I just wanted, like, one line to explain, like, okay, but are these humans that we're fighting? Are these aliens? I mean, that there's are, like, humans what? with them. Okay, well, speaking—okay, well, here's the thing. When Cammy—and this adds to, like, the whole Cammy trauma, because they mention how she's, like, not a— she's, like, kind of nervous about using weapons. Well, she did— the things that she killed like the things that she destroyed like from a distance when she had that like tower fall on these soldiers were those humans or were those robots i think they're humans yeah because i mean that just again also adds to the whole idea of like hey this is a kid that you're at that you've just forced them to murder yeah these people and also their head and chest just like got ripped up into pieces like that's not that's trauma like it can't the trauma i want not just to go as far as what the robot did to cammy's mech but also what cammy was forced to do in this fight because she was woefully unprepared
0: yeah i think i think if we i i, I think the episode is like this show i mean is leading us into cammy being traumatized because it makes a lot more sense than why cammy's been so upbeat as a character because like mm. this episode like she mm-hmm. was so bright like so outgoing and like, right, that it kind of, like, outshone a lot of every other character here. So I think, and they've been advertising her a lot in in her, in the in everything. Not, And I don't think it's just because she's cute. I think it's because she's going to have a very either compelling or strong character arc starting now. Like, I think she's going to be traumatized. And I kind of hope she is because this is a traumatizing thing. I agree, Beatrice. She killed people and then she almost got killed in a very scary way. But, um, I mean, is, is it too soon, though? Since we, it, There's only it's, nine it's, episodes. There's
1: only nine I episodes. Mean, True, true, but just just to point out, like it took us like three volumes of Yay uh, being This is a different happy. directing
0: team. Like true, let's remember true, that this true. is not Miles and Carrie. This is a different team true. doing this, and I think that they're coming at this in a different way. And yeah. I don't know if I wonder. Look- Sorry, go ahead. I wonder
2: if they'll maybe make her like r- after this she's traumatized and she'll rework her haul on somehow to be maybe. I don't know, some different purpose within I, the team? Maybe. maybe. You I know, because she wants it yeah. to be shorter, but maybe she's, like, not... Maybe she, she will help them fight and stuff, but she also does other things from well, behind the scenes or something like that. We,
1: based on the opening, if we're going to use the opening as something... I'm, if, I'm, if, it, if, if it's not, like, this is an anime reference, but if it's not, like, Magical Girl Madoka... uh then it, it must have some, inf- like, we're going to see some, her, like, in some sort of new suit or whatever, because everyone in the opening has some sort of new suit, so eventually, even if it's not this season, maybe it's next season, we may see that, and I can I wouldn't be surprised if, like, she, I just don't want her to be out of the game for two, like, I want them to do no, the trauma, but I also, I'm like, we just got this character, she's the fan favorite, and she's gonna be, like, out of commission for, like, Three. Ep- I'm just nervous I that I the, think it's going be one
0: episode. I think it's going to be one episode of her building her suit. I think this is the perfect time for us to stop and have her designer suit.
1: Right. I'm just nervous because mm-hmm. here's the thing, like trauma can happen in a second. Recovery yeah. takes a lot longer. It does. it does. So that's why for me, my nerve nervousness is if the trauma happens so quickly, I don't want them to rush the recovery. That's why I wish may, I was like, maybe they should not have done the trauma so quickly so that. We actually can establish these characters and this teamwork before we can kind of delve into her recovery because it's not gonna be easy. So it's kind of like I don't know that's that's what has me nervous is just how they're gonna deal with the recovery
0: yeah and and I guess it, we still have to wait to see how traumatized she is. They could play it like she's we could we could just play it like she's pretending like she's fine for a little bit, and that could be what they do for this season. like this might just be something we're leading into in a later season when she's right. had more happen to her right. um but uh yeah. And it, let, let, let's finish up this fight scene, because I want to get the rest of the episode, because after Cammy gets ripped up and almost destroyed, all the other Holons show up, and we have this intense fight where uh, Chase starts off, and we have Madrani dual-wielding guns to fight her, and I think she even picks up Cammy's gun, and she's using Cammy's gun and her own gun to fight the thing. And then we have this moment where, uh, essentially, uh, Val, like, ends the fight by by sniping the, the creature. But um, yeah. I think this fight is very fast-paced. I think it's very fun and it's really impressive cuz you don't really see fights like this with mechs like they're usually either a little clunky or the fast way they move is more like jet fighters and stuff but this is like down to earth fighting with giant mechs and i find that mm-hmm. very interesting i think it's
2: good cuz i i on the first episode i was saying like why why do they have these mechs what's the advantage but now we're seeing it that they really do and i think this is how the um like the show creators are drawing it and everything yeah they're animating it and acting as if they're not mechs, they're acting yeah. like they're like people fighting, which is really effective, because it makes it seem like, oh, okay, now I see why you might want to have this technology. Um, Yeah, and I think the end of this fight was also really good, because it showed them, they weren't like a coordinated team in the best of ways ever, but they were starting to work together a bit more um, in this, which was good. They weren't yeah. getting each other's way,
0: and acting independently yeah it was it was very fun and i think it showed why the little the little chung guy weren't as good as these robots in this (laughs) fight. yes
2: (laughs) and it's such a sweet like bonding moment or i guess bonding but where uh what's her face yellow i can't remember yes 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 there we go yes uh like shared her eyes with cammy which was really um like you could tell the emotion behind that which was really effective yes. she
1: went mama bear she's so hard especially when
2: it's and like two mechs talking to each other and i'm like yeah. feeling the emotions like this is so yeah. good guys I,
1: yeah. possible.
0: It, it, they're really good at showing like just body language with the mechs and i really enjoy yeah. that
1: and i just that also the voice the performance is from the oh, voice yes. actors is yes. so yes. strong yeah. that it also sells it as well so yeah
0: it's very good um beatrice is there anything else you want to say about this fight before we move on
1: um, I mean, this kind of – if we're going to talk about the, all this kind of info dump that we got, if that's if that's, that's what's next, next that's then next. we can talk about this mind-sharing thing because I didn't – they kind of okay. breeze past it. And now we can see it. So is is it what like I, we kind of saw a hint when Kazu kind of gave like gave Kami like the the fried egg. So it, it was kind of like okay. So can they read their minds? Is this more like a direct kind of link, or is it just like a feeling? I think um, it's a
0: little of both. I think it's like depending on how strong you make it, it's either just like a feeling, or like you can actually share share senses.
1: So when is
2: they're it, in the mechs, they were sh- they showed how you could like share your eyes and stuff like that, right? So. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking maybe it's related to to the opening. Keep going back to the opening. Yeah. But when they're going through, like, the rainbow tunnel, we see before they go through their own colored tunnels. So maybe that's, like, a manifestation of they're
0: genlocking through the same tech, so their oh, minds are God. going to
2: mix a little this, bit there. Oh, yeah. my
0: God, I just realized. This means they're definitely going to combine.
1: <gasps> no. <gasps> they're no, definitely going we'll to combine. No, No, there's no way. I mean, there's just what? What would the size of the of the thing be? It would be gigantic.
0: They're all gonna mind share together (laughs) into a giant robot.
1: No, I, no, no, I, no. I'd see more like
2: a comedy episode that's actually kinda scary where they go into the wrong person or something. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that would be like a freaking radical. Oh, no, that, that yeah. I would rather that that would be traumatizing, but I'd rather have that than a giant that that you could do that whereas I,
2: I feel like they won't go to Voltron territory because the what they're moving into and what would need to combine is actual physical metal and stuff. Yeah. Whereas just their minds combining is kind of more I don't know, loosey goosey, yeah. like you can do something with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, also, I,
1: I do, I do want to say one thing about the, before we leave the fight, because I forgot about this. And speaking, one of the reasons why I wouldn't want kind of like a Voltron situation is that throughout the fight, there were certain shots that were made that were made, that they were very wide and they were there for the purpose of emphasizing the scale of the mechs and how yes. big they were in comparison to everything else. But the mm. problem with that is when you're too wide, sometimes I would like, for instance, when Val like shoots, one of the, like, the Union, like, robot things, and, like, that Kazu was about to hit. And, she, you know, she kind of blocked whatever what he was planning on doing. It took me a while to realize what, what thing was destroyed because we were so far away from it, I had to replay it. So, like, that's the so thing. So for if, four, we got to go way back. <laughs> so, right. So that's why, like, if we're going to have, like, a giant mech that's, like, even bigger and everything else is going to be very puny and tiny, like, I just, I'd rather them focus like one of the things of the fight was that they chose to emphasize scale over actual close-up of things happening which made it slightly hard to follow a little bit so maybe also keep keep that in mind that maybe the bigger the robot isn't necessarily the better the robot oh
0: i'm not i'm not disagreeing per se <laughs> i'm just saying that <laughs> this feels it's like th- <laughs> yeah um sorry what was that it's a theory it's a theory oh yeah no 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 i uh, i There's a lot they could do here. I just think it's a very common trope for robots to combine. And they might not even, like, do all all of them together. They might do, like, a little thing or something. Like, two of them combine, Like, maybe the shipping pair combines. Like, yeah, Kazu and uh, Val... Like maybe they combine or something. Or that, like
2: in the finale, like a really dramatic moment, one of the Hollands gets wrecked so they move into the
0: mind with another yeah. person or something like that. And they that fight happens. and they fight in a mech together or something. Yeah. But okay, let's, let's, here,
1: here's oh. an adaptation of that theory. What if, instead of the actual robots combining, it's just that the Doctor shows up with an even bigger robot that needs <laughs> five minds <laughs> okay. to combine? I
0: think I think that's kind of in line with my Voltron theory, because I think that's kind yeah. of the same thing, where they all just It combine. would have to be
2: 20 stories tall, guys. They keep reminding us, they're four stories
1: tall, yes. and there's five of them. So like, But, again, like, holy no, mo- actual, mo- but no actual, like, these robots transform or, into an well, arm and a head. It's more just like, no, please they, no. will, that... they will all work together to control one enormous robot, yes. but that robot is separate from their oh, other. I... No, it could happen. Don't bring this no, up. No, no, no.
0: I, I'm sorry. This actually <laughs> Don't put bring... this into the world. This could actually be related to the robot they're fighting, actually, because the robot they're fighting has four arms. What if the robot True. they're fighting has two people in it? And that's how it can easily control four arms at once. Like maybe they're jam yeah, locking with two people. Maybe like that. I, that that seems like like because I don't know how a single person would be able to control four arms easily. But that's that's still just theory. do
1: we see the back of that robot? Because maybe it has like a two heads, like one in the back. I I don't know. Know. It was
0: hard to tell because it was dark and it was like purple, and I'm not sure if we saw it had to it's smoke up. stuff. What is
1: that smoke stuff? Like this that's is nano, really That's nano. That's the nanotech dude.
0: stuff, which is very bad. not described. Um, anyways, let, let's let's <laughs> get through the let's get through the info dump, then we can talk about a little more our uh, theories if we have anything else to say. Because at the beginning we talked about a lot of concepts, and I'm sorry if I missed any because we talked about uptime, we talked about overclocking, we talked about mind sharing, and uh, I think there was one other concept we talked about, wasn't there? The suits. There was thing the about the suits, suits. Thank you. The suits. We talked about the suits and why they make you faster anime fast and stuff uh so <laughs> i think the most important one oh and they talked about how uh if you're in the thing too much your mind you you oh, start and to when accept you get the, older yeah there's the older yeah. thing, but your mind also starts to accept the robot as your body and i yeah. think before we get into all the crazy stuff i want to talk about the thematic stuff here because i think there's some interesting stuff to dig into here in that the show seems to be really enjoying the, the idea of identity and that seems to be the theme of this season in the show, because we have the stuff with Val, we have the stuff with uh, Yaz, and we have the stuff with Chase, talking about the, this idea that if you stay in the robot too long, you start to you start to think of that body as your own, yeah, you and it return to your own body. And I think that there's a deeper thing going on here than just like, oh, you'll lose your body. Like, it feels like they actually want to use that thematically, and I really enjoy that, because it's not something you usually see in a show like this, something so... um. just something different. Like, it's an interesting thing to dig into here. Uh, um, Yeah, I I don't know if I want to ask if you guys felt the same way, because it's something that I felt, but um, that's really what I attached to during this intro thing.
2: I think it's good. I think it's... I I didn't realize that's specifically what it was, but, like, I definitely agree. I feel like that is like a, a through line throughout all of this, and I think it really helps the show, because it takes it beyond like we were saying, like, could be quite a campy show, yeah, but is actually grounded and feels like, okay, this could happen in the future. It's like 20 whatever like this this could legitimately happen to the world. and these are still human beings that are living in this world um, and they seem like it. Which is really good, yeah. and and it, it grounds the show in something beyond just. There's the big bad we got to fight. There's actually yeah. all this inner turmoil and identity, and blah,
0: blah, blah. Uh, and it's a problem so, that a lot of really people good. today are dealing with. Like, who exactly. am I? And it and yes. it's it's not something. It, it, they're they're taking all these crazy ideas. This idea of genlocking and Hallons, and it's a very really grounding. Really, it. Yeah, it's a really relatable idea of who am I? What? How do I want to present myself to the world? Which is something a lot of people, I think today specifically, are can connect with the mm-hmm. interest. Did, did, and did, even,
2: uh, oh. oh, I was just going to say that, um, even in the bit where they went into that ether game with the VR and everything yeah. where they could make their own identity in that is probably wider in this world. That's really common. Yeah. So maybe it's something that people struggle with in this world too, is that they kind of have access to multiple realities yeah. within the ER and the VR and everything else. So, um yeah, it's really neat.
0: It's really, really neat. It, it's really neat. I do. I like it a lot. The yeah. do, do you have anything to add to this?
1: Yeah, I, I think for me it's more – I just wanted to add how – I also like the variety of identity struggles that they're presenting. Yeah. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. with, when, when people hear the word identity, they think, uh, gender identity or they think sexual identity. But like, you know, we have Chase, for instance, who had this one line with Miranda where he said, I have come to terms with what has happened to me. And it's like, okay, well, there's also a shift in identity in terms of being abled and being unable. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like, there is this kind of, uh, there, there is this kind of, uh, dealing with things in, in so many different ways and who you are and how, what you, what you, who you are now versus who you are that, who you were then. And it, it I don't know, I just really appreciate this kind of, uh, this expansion of what this theme can be. And,
0: and I, yes, and I think that every character in the main cast of the five really exemplify a different type of it, and I, I'm yeah. glad you called it out Chase, because Chase is somebody whose body he is disabled, and he escapes into this other world of holons and holograms, and he says that he's a, he's accepted it, but it doesn't really seem that like that is true. Uh, we have, obviously, Val, which I don't think I need to explain it all. We have Madrani, who we've gotten hints of with her stuff about the Union and the fact that she wears a hijab in the VR. Like, she definitely has some conflicting identity there. An idea of who she is. And then we have Kazu and Kami, who I think we're gonna get into it. Cause Kami has those bunny ears all the time. I don't think that this is like just something that just popped out of nowhere. I think that there's more to it than that. Cause she has an animal thing in the VR and like she is very different in terms of how she acts around other people. Like I think there's more to dig into there. And then Kazu almost plays kind of like I don't wanna say straight man cause that's almost a pun. <laughs> but, um, he plays, he plays, a uh, Somebody who doesn't seem to be understand not under not ignorant but he doesn't isn't um hasn't been he's I not guess. in their world yeah he's kinda. not he, he doesn't seem to have the same identity problems but he is a a man who's in a place where no one speaks his language and he has I assume has to deal with the fact that they all speak English and he doesn't like there's some identity there to that where you can't yeah. express yourself completely. And, and then I, we don't
2: even know really what worlds they're coming from yeah. in terms of like, what is the conflict that's happening internationally? Like, I want to know more about this. Like, what is yeah. the union? Ah, so, he, that's the one thing I just tell us anything but, about that, but, but they're I feel going like that, to eventually. Yeah.
0: And I have a feeling all the conflicts we learn will lead back to identity. That's kind of what I'm getting here. Like and it feels characters. like we're doing that. Like, and I really enjoy that cause it's such a personal, it's such a personal idea to draw on and it feels very good. I really yeah. like it. Um, I guess we can talk about the little things they talked about during this exposition, like uptime, the big thing. It's like the Animorphs timer. Like, if you're in the mech too long, you, you, you stay the mech, essentially, and that's not good. Um, that
2: kind of stuff, I don't, like, it drives me nuts, but it also stresses me out so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, the it's very moment. effective on me in terms of making there be tension in the scene. Because it's always like, no, they're going to run out of time. Yeah. But I know they're not. It's going to be fine. They won't. And then when it's a big dramatic moment, then they'll use it. But like, it's just, even when they were practicing, I was like, guys, no, you got to go back. This is not good. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's effective. And they also, and they also implied that being too stressed out would make your uptime go down. Yeah, your mind's
2: racing. Like,
0: like, Cammy freaking out made her uptime go down, and I think that's an interesting concept as well, because you're using these genlocks in, or, sorry, these halons in very stressful situations. I have a feeling the uptime is going to go down fast all yeah, the right. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait,
1: and also, like, what, what is overclocking, then?
0: Okay, overclocking, what I got from a Beatrice, and feel free to correct me, Haley, if you understood it, because what I understood from it is that it makes you think faster, essentially, because you have a mechanical brain now, and so you can Shoot things better, like because we saw from Chase's perspective uh... when they were explaining gen locking, and he like aimed really fast, shot twice, and then it said his uptime was down because he was really, he was moving quicker than he should humanly be able to. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, but I, I mean, you're, like, but what more about
0: close to the machine?
1: The, the, didn't they say the suits also like helped enhance their movements though? So they do. What... I think that's yes.
2: the body thing. That's a and body then thing. Overclocking not is thing. the mind thing. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes. So right. it just in. It makes your brain like you, you're, it, instead of making your body move faster, it makes your reflexes faster, essentially. Mm-hmm. Your synapses you, when, are firing, but yeah. too fast. Okay. Yes. So, it, sorry, go ahead.
1: So there, there is a possibility that while someone is overclocking, they yes. could have a panic attack. Yes. Like, and so the overclocking could make the panic attack worse and make yeah. it like a panic meltdown.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. Just go like brain dead, I guess. Then I like, your I brain just, know. You or, or your would just fry. I just fry think out. that these
1: are fuses that are just waiting to blow. Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> there's a ton of Chekhov's guns here that we dropped in this episode. Like there's a which lot.
1: I love though. I yeah, kind of no, love the- it. I kind of like how they were just like you know in the in in the in the episode three pod we were like well I, we're like oh but what's up what's up timing like oh maybe it's this like thing that they're going to keep a secret or. No, they just laid it out. They were like, this is all the information. And yeah, it may seem like an info dump, but you know what? It's fine, because it now just, forward. just run. You know, exactly. Yeah. It moved us so much forward and skipped any sort of unnecessary miscommunication drama. It's like, no, no, no. Here, Here's everything. Now we're just going to go with the plot. We're just going to run forward.
0: And, and it works so well, because the cami scene works so well, because we yeah. know these are time yeah. We know there's a problem if she gets her brain hurt. Like, the tension yeah. in that fight scene isn't as big, mm. I don't think, if we don't... Understand these concepts ahead of time, so it's great that we know them. I do. And think... also,
1: exactly. And also, because we, it wasn't clear to us if the if the head was like we don't know 100% if it's in the chest that Cammy's like. I think is, is,
2: or in but the head. I was like, guys, grab her head. Like, why are yeah. you leaving her head?
1: Behind uh, no, I think yeah, fact... yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: but think the fact that they be, left uh, it behind shows that it isn't in the head. Yeah, and right, the
1: no, totally, totally. To but that. we be, but because they didn't confirm it, it adds this kind yeah, of does. tension and mystery Intention, to yeah. the viewer. So it's not like they laid out they showed all their cards to us. They just showed us the things that were 100% necessary and the things that maybe they could leave a mystery in terms of just to add anxiety and stress to the viewer, yep. which is what we're here for. Uh like it just worked really well and it was just very they finesse this whole thing well. Yeah,
0: they did. Mm-hmm. It, it it for an exposition dump. I think this is one of the better exposition dumps I've seen. Yeah, just cause it, it was served very the purposeful, very well. and it then, was.
2: and they didn't just do it and then keep going. Like it, they did it and then showed us examples of it in the show of those yeah,
0: things they were they, talking about. They didn't. It wasn't an exposition dump where we learn things that are not necessary at all. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to another show. Um. But it also it also was. Um, like kind of logical because yeah. it felt like we were the characters
2: learning that as well and experiencing it, it actually happening you know like there wasn't it wasn't just let's walk and all as we're walking I randomly start talking about this thing like they were in a training environment where they're meant yeah. to be learning yes. yeah. so yeah. it made sense
0: it, as long yes. as you don't get these exposition dumps outside these training environments they'll probably come off well to me like, exactly yeah it, it, Weber is just there to do training exposition dumps and that is fine uh, but, um, was there anything else you guys want to mention about this stuff where we get like, the last big chunk of episode?
2: No. I think, okay. I think the breakfast montage was cute and
0: effective. Yeah, that was fun. I liked, I liked the little touch of, uh, Kazu bringing the egg after they've been sharing yeah, for so long. It was cute. Uh, I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I mean, one thing is, um, okay, if there's, like, a, if you can age out... Oh, yes, the yes. Um, mm-hmm. Then Chase has a time limit to, like, yes. the freedom he gets from his mech, which adds more tragedy to his character. It does. Um, and are, are we, can we talk a little bit about the Chase-Miranda conversation? Well, we're
0: getting to that. That comes after okay. this. I, I just want to finish off the training stuff. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so after the training, we all get done with that. Uh, we have a scene with Cami and Miguel and a scene with Chase-Miranda. You want to get into the one with Chase-Miranda first, Beatrice? Sure. Okay, go ahead.
1: So I just don't understand why their relationship can only be limited to romance like when he yeah. goes like if you ever want to like there was this moment where he could have just simply said look if you ever need a friend you know just to start like you know start yeah. with friend you know start just okay fine like you're with someone i like, thought he you ever, was going
2: to and then he didn't exactly he, <laughs> he was like
1: he was like look if you ever basically he was like if you want ever want to like dtf then, like, let like I don't know how it would work, but if he in was the like, if you ever want, <laughs> I guess in either, like, if you ever just wanted, like, I'm here, I'm here for a booty call, is basically what he said, and yes. I'm just Ken. I... Come on, like, Ken can't it just be like, look, if you ever need a friend or whatever, and then she could have still said like, you know, try your try your lines again, like that could have been enough to open the window for the romance, but also still allow them to have. It more than just romance but also just to be friends cuz it just shows how like p- little she thinks of Jody. I mean granted we don't care a lot about Jody either but you have to assume that she does if she's yeah. if he's the first person she or he's the person she's with when um when Chase shows up. If they're I don't know. I just
0: yeah, it it's shocking to me how unsympathetic Chase is because the fact matters. I like all the other Holland people. Like I like Yaz Valentina, Cammie, and Kazu. I feel much closer to them than I do to Chase because Chase is just very, very unsympathetic here. He's just, he feels very petty. I mean, look, I
1: sympathize with Chase in everything but the Miranda-related things. Like, he is sympathetic. It's just, when he's with Miranda, his worst self shows up and it's like, that's not good for a relationship, I don't think.
0: the problem is that it it, it bleeds out to other parts of his life, though, because it happened last episode when he, when he did the training exercise and he, like bled out there and I'm like, come on, dude, like this is not the time. And it, al- it felt like it was almost happening here when Miranda showed up during the end of the fight. Like I was like, is I, I thought the robot was going to attack Miranda and we get like a chase Miranda moment there. Or no. something. But yeah. I H- Haley, did you feel anything towards this romantic scene or not romantic, but this scene?
2: <laughs> yeah. It was so confusing. Cause I feel like part of it, like the first bit of it, I, I kind of enjoyed, like, I feel like it was good how he was speaking to her and wasn't trying to be subtle. Like, and, and I could sympathize with his point of how he didn't want to tell her that he was back because he didn't know if he was going to die again and didn't want to put her through that. I think that was, I, I like that line. I I was like, I, okay, Chase, I, I feel, yeah, I'd probably do the same thing, but, uh, but yeah, but then it was like, dude, you saw she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Maybe I, don't do that. Like it, you, right? Like he could have just said, like just leave it casual and like still want to be friends. And you got to work together, so at least be coworkers and stuff. But I, I don't think that was necessary to yeah. be like, like let's do this again. Like, yeah, she does not care about that other guy at all.
0: I think the frustrating part is that Chase Chase's actions up to Miranda. Up until now, up until coming back, have all made sense. Like everything mm-hmm. makes sense. Like it logically makes sense that he wouldn't contact her because he was worried he was gonna die. It makes sense that he would. Why he would agree to this program because he's lost most of his body. Like all that stuff makes but sense. And I was like
2: ready to go. Like
0: let's yeah. get it going. Like and it's and it No, dude. It like and I'm okay with having character. Like bad people make good characters. But I'm just. But this is just feels so forced that I don't. I'm not connecting to it. No. Like and
2: Chase shouldn't be a bad person. I feel yeah. like in the storyline, right? He's meant to be like nice and kind and yeah, it feels like stuff he's someone like who'd
0: understand why this is wrong. I think that's what yeah. where it is. Like it's not that I I'm not okay with someone doing this in a story. It's that it feels like Chase wouldn't do this even though I've only seen so little. No, of
2: I think too because they like Earlier before the scene, they showed how he, when he was in the hall and he looked and he could see that they were together. Yes. And I think that scene kind of was meant to be like, like, I think you could have read it that he was sad. You could read it that it was angry. But then this scene makes it seem like he's in the right to do this. But I think he's actually kind of malicious. Yeah. In a way, which is. He's manipulative. Really? Yeah. He's, yeah. It's like not presented as that. Even though that's what it is, like he's trying to get her back and doesn't care about this other guy's feelings like we don't care about him either. We've never seen him really very much. But it, it's uh, it's it's I think it's not really showing what is actually happening in the scene. It's showing a different version.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it, not actually what's going on. It's it's a little frustrating, but I think it's just a small blemish on an otherwise very good episode. Yes,
2: yes. I mean, Still, so I feel like the dialogue, like the writing of that dialogue, yeah. was pretty good. It's just like, what? Why? <laughs> why? Why are
0: we doing it? Yeah. But um, yeah. let's let, let's let's take care of the last part of the episode here, and then let's wrap up because uh, we have one last thing here. We have Cammy talking to Miguel about upgrading her or changing her robot, and I think it's really cool that. And this, again, feeds into the identity conversation, I think, that this show is really trying to do, is like, is that the characters are going to be able to design their robots. They're going to be able to design their bodies, essentially. Which And quickly, they got the printing thing. Yeah, like, they can just decide what they want to be. And I think that's a really powerful message, and I think it does tie into this identity stuff we're talking about. But without all that symbolic stuff, we're going to have some really cool mechs now, guys. We're gonna have some cool stuff and Cammy's <laughs> gonna be a bunny. That's a hundred percent gonna happen. Oh,
2: I know she is, though. Uh but I the whole time with Cammy, like I also have a very low center of gravity and the whole time I was like, Cammy, I feel you, man. Like <laughs> I I'd be bad. I'd be so bad. <laughs> but but it I think it's also good because it plays on that thing where it's not just um Like, they're in the mech and it's happening and it's intuitive. It actually is their nervous system that's running it, which is really neat. Yeah. And, and like you're saying, like it makes it so that they do have autonomy over what their mech looks like because it is their body in a sense, you know, which is really, uh, awesome. I hope that she's not like an actual rabbit. Well, I think, well, well, the
0: the problem is I don't like the intro because it shows us what they're going to make.
2: It, yeah, exactly. And it looks like
0: she has like the reverse legs in the intro, like a rabbit, or like not a rabbit, but like it looks like she becomes Belle's more rabbit like. Sorry, what was that?
2: Bows cape. is I think it's like an invisibility cape. Yeah, that's maybe?
0: what it looks like. It looks like holographic, and Kazu had like the bigger, bulkier thing with a sword and stuff, but we can talk about that when they actually show up in the episodes. it yeah. yeah. will be neat. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay.
1: I, I will say, like, uh Val's mech with the cave kind of looks like this one character thing from Destiny, this video game. It I don't does. know if you guys are it familiar does look with it. Like a little bit I mean, I'm not complaining, it's a cool design. I was just but I it, saw it and I was like, but, Destiny.
0: But it's also reminiscent of Val's suit from Eather yes. I think. Which I yes. think is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. I like that touch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and again, it adds to this identity conversation about who you are and i really like that but um and it also like how miguel was talking about and clearly clearly miguel was talking about giving chase wings for his haul on like that's what that conversation was oh it's so extra i love it's it so, yeah yeah and that's it's like so the extra next stuff but again it also it's so stupid hammy but it also feeds into the identity stuff which i like because it ties yeah. together these these two things so well that it 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 can feel real but also be hammy at the same time which is very convenient for the narrative but also fun to watch and i mm. it feels really smart to write it this way honestly and i'm not yeah. sure why i haven't seen more of stuff like this because i mean like you mentioned beatrice evangelians like this but they never personalized the a- evangelians or anything like that
1: no they don't
0: and even though it was a show pretty much about coming of age and understanding who you are like this this feels like a it wraps the mechs and the identity stuff together much more clearly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to final thoughts here. Uh, was, um, Beatrice, do you have anything else you wanted to mention about this episode?
1: Um, yes. So, one, I need a plushie of that bunny that Cammie is.
0: Yes. We, we don't, all are very cute.
1: I don't know if I mentioned it, but I need it.
0: Rooster Teeth, Rooster everyone teeth. will buy a million of those if you make a plushie. Like, we of need
1: that. the bunny ears that react to our emotions. Yes. We need the bunny plushie and, um, because I have you here, Rooster Teeth, we need the Yang <laughs> duffel bag. All right. So, um, also, are we doing, can we do, like, wild theories? Sure. You, yeah,
0: th- this is the place. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So, here's, here's an idea. So, you know how Raquel has a robot person, like, yes. assistant?
0: Isn't that Weber's? Oh, no, no, no. They- oh, no, no. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. It's
1: Raquel's. It's Raquel's, like, robot assistant thingy. Um, I just think, I mean... I think you could have Chase download himself into the, that robot. Yeah. That could be his new body.
2: Oh, like once he loses his neuroplasticity. Not he,
1: not, I don't think once he loses, uh, I, I think it could just be, um, I don't, I don't know if we'll, be, if they'll be able to regenerate his body is the thing. So I think if they just continue with the whole, like, like let's keep him, like download him into this, into this thing, or maybe it's, Instead of having him, or maybe the, he will lose his physical body at one point. There won't be a way to maintain him. So there is this thing where they maybe put him, gotta in, put this, him in that. In, yeah. in, in that, Or he, he, I don't know, he stays in the cloud and then he can download himself whenever he wants or something. I don't know. I just think that could be an interesting kind of way to have. And maybe there are limits to it. Maybe he can't feel things, but he can still, like do things to yeah. help other people feel things. I'm just trying to help Chase yeah. be, like, his best self.
0: And I think that ties into what Weber, in, he at least what he said on screen, that this is what he wanted to do anyways with this technology. Like, that's the kind right. of thing he wanted to do. Exactly. It feels like Chase is, like, the perfect person he would want to help. And so it, I think that might be a payoff either at the end of this season or the end of the next season that we get to see something like this. Yeah. So, Haley, any any final thoughts or theories?
2: Um, no I feel like I've, we've covered everything it's really good and strong um, theories wise I don't know I still want the doctor to be evil I don't know how but I think it would be neat um, but I'm losing faith in that now because I think he was actually like caring and kind <laughs> and seems to have sympathy so maybe not um, yeah I'm just into the whole meta Ruby theory that Ruby's is a, actually a video game
0: in this world <laughs> Because I Is, think that'd be great. Is rooster the case, teeth real in this world? I don't know. Maybe. Sorry. Sorry, Beatrice. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, I don't know. I was just going to say if that's the case. Cammy ships Bumblebee. That's okay. it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, of she's course. Ruby, and
2: Ruby ships Bumblebee. I so. mean, it's only yeah.
1: you know what I mean. It's 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 the only conclu- uh, conclusion we can come with. Come to exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So aside well, from that, no.
0: <laughs> so awesome. Good. So I, I I think we're all excited for the next uh, next week's episode. Uh, I'm yeah. excited. And, uh, but until then, you can find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. A lot of talk about the last week. It's a lot of fun to theorize and post all the Ruby pictures. Uh, and you can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially the patron of the podcast, Connie, a.k.a. Veronica Cucamonga. Uh, Woo! and... And thanks so always for our name? patron executive producers John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Uh, I don't know if there's any. We we cover a couple animes here, like we talked about. We just did another Promise Neverland pod, and we're gonna do more of that. Then we have Miraculous Ladybug coming back. We anything else coming up for you guys?
1: Um, working on it. Um, getting a The Lego Movie two okay. uh, movie podcast cool. going.
0: Cool. And I think oh, and we have Dragon Prince coming up in a week or two. Yay. That'll be fun. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff happening here. Uh, just stay tuned, and we'll and if you still want to watch, listen to some Genlock pods, we'll have that next week for you. So, anyways, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.